is a Bramble Jam podcast. Oh, I was. This is, oh this my is, goodness! This is so unexpected. Off guard here. I can't believe it. I can't believe we're doing this. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I. Hey, uh, I'm Al Sorts. Uh, so unexpected. Yeah, it's, it's really so unexpected. unexpected. Uh, my name is Panda, and I, I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm de- I, guys. I got to tell you, it really is just like jarring. It's jarring. Yeah, just I feel like I just uh, out of left so, field. It's so unexpected. It's unbelievable mm-hmm. how unexpected it is. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. And this is the, the Deck, Deck of Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, 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 hey. yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. What up, everybody? Yes, another sir. day. Oh, wow. Another mm. day, another twofer here on the busiest week of Deck the Hallmark history. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, movie number three of ten. We are wow. here, and we are talking of, uh, in our own free will. There is no one holding us hostage mm-hmm. about Unexpected Christmas. That's true. We can say whatever we want yep. without fear of repercussions. It's yep. just nice because <laughs> yesterday, I wish I could say that, but some people saw behind you know the curtain we there were some people that were we can't get into it can't get but into today it. but today everyone's free. very low-key about this movie yep. if we say we don't like it it's totally yeah, it'll okay be great. it'll be great it's fine it's fine i think everyone's pretty chill about this yeah that's right everyone's been very chill about this yeah. no mm-hmm. hype no hubbub, no hype no at nothing. all mm-hmm. we got an email yeah <laughs> i try to stay away from all the hype literally the double deckers have a chat during the movie i don't read it until after I watched the movie and I give my take on the movie. Tried to stay away from it. People were emailing us about Tyler Hines' An Unexpected Christmas. People were messaging how us. They, can't, yep. they just know we're all going to like it. So as someone who's like maybe, you know, under a dozen of these out of 400, you know, it feels I feel good that I feel like I can have an opinion here. <laughs> I'm excited for you to have an opinion here. <laughs> well, I'm going to have one. Uh, man, you know what I'm also excited about? Living in God's country. Amen. You mean, yeah, that Greenville? That's exactly yeah, what I mean. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, that Greenville is a Hallmark Christmas town. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that we get to live here is such a joy. Uh, walking down Main Street, seeing the people smile with the lights on and the skating and the everything. The you Christmas tree by M. Judson. I was, my feels for this movie are basically, yeah, that Greenville, because yeah. they the movie is about someone who's trying to pitch this small town. Yeah. And, and yeah, that Greenville, the slogan, yeah, that Greenville changed the perception of our town. Yeah. It did. It, it did. was that good of a slogan, yeah. unlike whatever this was. But uh, yeah, that Greenville's great. And it, it sets us apart from all the other Greenvilles out there that I'm sure are wonderful. But you need to come and visit Yeah, that Greenville. It's one of a kind. That's exactly that's exactly that's exactly right. Uh, and speaking of Greenville, and speaking of M. Judson's where the Christmas tree is, we're gonna be at M. Judson's tomorrow, Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas and uh, uh, cocktails and conversations. Man. Yep. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. You get a free co- you get a copy of the book, you get a free cocktail. Uh, and you get to hang out with us. I have literally no idea what the night's going to hold, uh, but I'm sure it's sure going to be a lot of fun. Could be a um, and uh, don't forget Universal Yums, official snack of the holiday season. Guys, when you think of uh, official things, what's the first official thing you think of? Hockey puck. Okay. The downtown. Interesting. Universal Yums for me. Really? Mm. Yeah. They're just, they're the official. The official, the official snack. Official snack. Of they season are. four. The best snacks all under one box. That's a good slogan. A good, the best, the best snacks all under one box. Yeah, I like right. that a lot. Listen, no one, no one else snacks the yums. Oh, that's good too. Oh, yeah, Man, these are all... taking Pizza Huts right now. It's all I'm doing. <laughs> that's right. Better snacks, better pizza. No, dang it. Uh, speaking of slogans, I was driving the other day and uh, I saw a billboard for Red Robin. 
And I'm, I'm, yeah, and I'm fairly certain that the billboard was just a screenshot of the header of their website <laughs> because it said Red Robin, yum, and then it had this little box and it just, with like a little magnifying glass and it just says find us. <laughs> like on a website where you'd click it and yeah. you put in your ad, uh, like your zip code, this just said Red Robin, yum, find us. No <laughs> information. Uh, I mean, I know what Red Robin is. I'm not a monster. I know exactly what Red Robin is. Yeah. Find us. Uh, guys, you ready to dive into this one? Uh, yeah, I, I would love to, Brand. Um, but I did get word from Tracy, and I, there's nothing that I can do about this. I don't know why she sent it to me and not you. Okay. Tracy, do you know why you sent this email to me? Well, yeah, I, I have a couple of reasons, and we'll get into them after you read them. Tracy is very proud of a new program that she has been on. Um, and she is too embarrassed to bring it up herself and thought if I did it, it would be more natural. That's what the email said. Um, and it's called Trace Talks Steak. <laughs> Paul's what cut? Trace Talks Steak yes. is what it's called. I thought um, you said tech, but no, 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 everyone no, no, knows no, no, no. We've had plenty of those. Trace Talks Steak is what it's called. And from what I understand, she goes on, and I tried to listen to one episode. Right. But it was, and I, I could be wrong on this because I tried, I've stopped 30 minutes in. It's like 150 minutes long. And it's just Trace talking about steak. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she wanted to play a clip of that on what probably will be our most watched episode, yes. a listened episode for sure. I think this is the this would be the time yes. since people tend to love it in the reviews. They love Tracy. They love the steak talk. Trace emailed me and yes. said, "Can you get this out yes. into the ether?" And I said, "I'll do what I can." Trace. I'm Trace, just embarrassed. You're so embarrassed. That's why you emailed me and asked me to bring it up. Trace talks steak. Trace, do you have a clip you want to queue up? I do. Okay, go ahead, Trace. Welcome back to Trace Talks Steak. I'm Tracy, your host, talking about steak with my co-host Dalton. Dalton, how are you, hon? Oh, I'm good. Today we're talking about the ribeye. Oh, it's a fatty cut. It's a fatty cut, lots of seasoning. And my big question is, where's that eye at? <laughs> oh, every time you say that, it leaves me in sweet. Where's that eye at? You are rare. Where's that eye <laughs> You are <laughs> rare. You might say that, but I'm saying you're medium. <laughs> uh, let's oh, take a call. Quiet. Let's take a call. Who's that? Uh, Hello? Do you have a name? Yeah, my name's Robert. Hey, Robert. How you doing? Welcome uh, to Trace Talk State. Uh, Okay, you got any steak-related questions? Huh? Yeah, everyone. Uh, the New York Strip. Is it from New York? It's about ribeye today. It's ribeye. Where's the eye? Sir? Where's your, more like, where's your head at? Get out of here. You are well done. <laughs> we got one more caller. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Is this Robert again? No, this is his brother, Kenny. Kenny? Hey, Kenny, what's your question? Well, unlike my doofus brother, Robert, I got a question about ribeye. Thank, Thank God. you. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, question, where's that eye at? Ah, yes, ah. ah. Um. Wow. Well, that was for uh, all you, uh, you reviewers of the podcast out there. Please, if you like that, please five star. Uh, tell us about it. That would be wonderful. That would help us out a bunch. Helps people find the pod. Where's the eye at? That where's is that funny. That, that is, is funny. funny. Yeah, funny. Yeah, I've never thought about that. I've never thought about that. You guys ready to talk about unexpected Christmas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> calm down, Dad. Uh, Not unexpected Christmas originally aired on uh, November 26 at that 8 p.m. slot, and it went a little something like this. Meet Emily, 
who is uh, have she's got the big Christmas plans of going to Hawaii on vacation, and um, she's not going to be able to do that anymore, boys, because she gets called for a big opportunity to get a cushy office. And you always want those cushy offices, you know what I mean? Uh, she's going to be sent to a city called Fulton, Illinois, to uh, basically restructure their marketing yeah. for their tourism of Fulton, Illinois. That's right. Um, and so it, uh, it also uh, just so happened uh, to be the, the hometown of her ex-boyfriend. Uh, His name is Jamie. Now, Jamie is heading uh, home for the holiday season. He's going to write a speech for the, the, the governor right. of Illinois because apparently he does, she's running for re-election, I believe, and That's she's right. working on that campaign. And so he's going home. His task is to write this speech. And when he gets to Fulton, he hops off the train, he walks out, his family is there to greet him, and who is also walking through the lobby of the Fulton train station? Emily. Guessed it. Um, and here's the thing. They've broken up. They've been broken up for a little while now, but the family doesn't know that. And so they think that, that Emily must be there for Christmas. And so they're all excited. Oh, we didn't know you were coming. We didn't know you were coming. Let me take your bags. And she's all like, what's going on? And uh, Jamie's like, I can't believe that this is happening. And so she just kind of rolls with it. And um, they end up going to the house and he's having a hard time coming clean. She doesn't feel like she can come clean. And so they're just kind of watching the family just be so, so excited about Emily visiting so finally they have a conversation and um she's like i'm starting to understand that you did not tell your family that we broke up and he's like there's been the whole thing grandpa passed away i didn't want to share more bad news i figured i would just tell them after the holiday season didn't think you were going to be here this whole thing and so uh she's like i just take me to a to a to a, a hotel and i'll stay there i'm not going to say well apparently the hotel was under the other person's name that was originally going to be doing this uh, this little campaign thing. And so uh, she can't stay there. She's going to have to wait another night, I guess. So they go back to the house, and uh, Jamie takes some sleeping uh, pills because he's having a hard time sleeping on the, the bad mattress. Uh, and that leaves Emily the next morning having to handle questions from the family about things that she doesn't know about, such as trips that Jamie made up about her. This whole thing is an absolute mess uh jamie then asked uh emily uh to she he has this idea because emily originally was going to have um a gold olympic medalist come to give uh the uh, to do the video about the, the town and this uh, medalist uh, backed out of this and he says hey i can get you the governor of illinois but i'm going to need you to stay here this week so that i don't have to tell my family the truth and uh, she's like, well, the governor would be good. So <laughs> I guess we're going to do this thing. Um, and that, uh, you know, unfolds into a bunch of fun Christmas activities, such as a weird festival that includes uh, on stage caroling. I don't know, uh, but they're doing things. Um, Jamie's parents, dad dangles some mistletoe above them and they end up kissing and and I don't think they hated it. Um, Emily is in uh, trying to focus on this campaign. And so she's going to go around the town to try to get some ideas about uh, a new slogan for the town that will fit the town and get people excited about Fulton. Jamie, though, 
knows the town and says, hey, let me show you all the things. So they're hanging out and they're doing all this fun stuff together. And it ends with a nice uh, day by the, the nice night by the fire and talking. And then they go and they buy this fountain and they have this incredible realization of a perfect slogan for Fulton. They are just mm, perfect together. Um, Jamie's sister, though, starts to realize that there might be something going on here. And so she tries to get all that information uh, out of uh, Jamie and he finally fesses up to her, which she then later uses for blackmail to get him to perform in a, uh, a Christmas uh, a show thing where he, it's going to be great. Um, so uh, he finally convinces the governor to come to Fulton. Everything is coming together well. They're going out. They're doing Christmas shopping together. They're having a lot of fun. Um, it is time for the big show. And um, he overhears Emily talking about taking a job at the Cayman Islands. This bumps him out, throws him off. He's still got to go on stage and perform, and he's got to perform as a, a, a unicorn yes. yep. in this play where the unicorn comes out and everything goes wrong. Snow shoots at him. This, the rainbow thing falls down. It's a whole mess. And after the show, he kind of says, hey, I know your your career's taken off. You're going to the Cayman's Islands. I don't know why we're doing this whole thing, acting like things are going to work out between us, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm still in love with you. Being back with you, it's just so tough. And you're going to break my heart again, this whole thing. Um, I'm going to leave. Can you just tell your family the truth so I don't have to disappoint them? And she goes around the curtain. And who's standing there? The family overhearing the entire thing. That's one tough night. Uh, the next day... He comes out, and the family's kind of like, hey, th that was really something, huh? And he, re he uh, gets a little pep talk from his, his dad about how he knew uh, that his wife was the one that won for him. It was when their parts felt like something was missing, and he realizes, this was me. This is how I felt. And so uh, he, uh, he, he goes in and he says, guys, we got to do something. We got to go tell Emily. I got to get Emily back, basically. So they go to, to show up where the governor is going to give the speech. And uh, the governor's not there. Apparently, the governor couldn't come because there was a situation with a family member. And so he feels even worse about that because that fell through. And so he runs to the train station and finds Emily. And Emily's watching TV. And the governor's giving this amazing speech that Jamie actually ended up writing and crushes it and basically shares his heart uh, about her kind of, but in the speech, it's great. And so he runs in and he tells Emily that how he feels and uh, that he doesn't want her to leave and that he wants to be with her because when he's not with her, it uh, feels like something is missing. And she's like, I'm so happy they found me. I'm not going to the Cayman Islands. I want to put down roots. And they end up kissing real big ones. Real big, real the family big comes ones. in and they give uh, big hugs. And that, my friends, was an, an unexpected, unexpected Christmas. Christmas. We we did do it. Man, that synopsis was chock full. There's a lot in this There's movie. A lot, a lot going movie. on. A lot going on in this movie. A lot movie. going on. Um, yes. Guys, let's take a quick break. All right. And Wait. it's hot take mm. time. It's hot take time. Everybody we'll buckle happens. up. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll be right back here on Jack the Hallmark. Guys, what's something that I love more than life itself? Towels. What did you say? Drink towels. Okay, drinking was the right answer. Man, uh, I I love I love you love a good towel. I love a good that is true. A good towel is hard to find. It's hard to find. I I, I do want to say before we dive into the screwball peanut butter whiskey, if someone could send me a good towel, 
Like that would change my life. I feel like every towel I get leaves me wanting. Do you mm. guys feel that way? Yeah. I've had a course. couple that have been delightful. Yeah, I've had a couple too. Whenever you, you get that right towel, it's like oh you'll never gosh. get it again. I, I usually get them in like in hotels. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get yeah, a good, yeah. a good like hotel a baby, towel. It's like a, a baby angel just, just swaddling. A you. baby angel. Like, you swaddling. know, like a little cherub. How's that swaddling you? Well, just, just, I, just because angels. Are we opening it? <laughs> wow. How's that work? It's just nice. You want to start over on this ad, or what are we doing? Guys, what's something that I love more than life itself? Towels. <laughs> Drinks is the right answer. I love a good Christmas cocktail. I love. There's nothing better than sitting down at the end of a long night and getting a nice Christmas cocktail. And nothing has made that easier than screwball peanut butter whiskey. They add that perfect Christmas flair to mm. every single drink that I make. You guys know the cocktails I like. I like them to be sweet. I like them to be fun. And screwball peanut butter whiskey makes that happen. Throw in some peppermint in there. Throw in some, some, some Baileys, all sorts of fun stuff. You can have yourself a good night, or you can just take a little, quick little shot boy of that boy, and you'll be having yourself a real good night. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, Screwball peanut butter whiskey is fantastic. You can find it wherever you find your uh, liquor because it's quicker. And don't forget to always drink responsibly and send me a good towel. And don't forget the entire holiday season is brought to you by Philo. Philo is giving our listeners 25% off the entire holiday season to watch all the holiday movies that are airing on Hallmark, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, GAC, Lifetime, etc. All you have to do is go to philo.tv slash dh. Philo.tv slash dh. Here's what you do. You skip the podcast and you just listen to the mm -hmm. ads. If there's an ad where Brand has to vamp and doesn't have a script, it is pure gold. <laughs> pure gold. Liquor because it's quicker. <laughs> uh, you sounded like you were like at a rodeo. You're like, <laughs> you take a shot, you go, good old days, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what is, what is, we did like a five. We had a type five on towels in there. <laughs> oh, that was good. Why even play the sound? Just make that as part of the podcast. Holy cow. Uh, Man, that was great. Guys, let's talk about this movie, An Unexpected Christmas. Mm -hmm. Tyler Hines, Bethany Joy. Here Lynch, we go. A quick Andrew Walker sprinkled in there for flair. Um, let's start with the hot take. Let's share exactly how we thought of this movie. Panda, give it to us hot. Give us to us take. Take us to the hot place. Take for goodness me to hotter sake. takes. I love this movie. It's number one for me. Uh, and it's number one for me for a variety of reasons. Uh, first of all, the uh, Tyler and, and Bethany Joy Lens are phenomenal together. They're absolutely wonderful. They have incredible chemistry. The script is really strong. Uh, the dialogue is quick and witty. Uh, Bethany Joy Lens is incredible in this movie. She's absolutely uh, top-notch uh, in this. Uh, the parents are wonderful. The list of uh, B characters in this movie bring it together. Uh, it's funny. I laughed out loud multiple times. Uh, it is a joy to watch this movie. I am looking forward to re-watching this movie as soon as possible. I absolutely love this. This is not only one of my favorite, this is my favorite Hallmark movie this year, and it may be one of my favorites of all time. Uh, it might be number one. I, I In the past, I've, I've gone to Five Star Christmas and Christmas uh, uh, Christmas at the Palace, but I, I think uh, this movie might be my new number one uh, and is delightful. It's wonderful. It is hilarious. I love that they gave them more freedom to do uh, just crazy things like the Sparkle Pony. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. And they pull it off. It works. Uh, I, I, I just, to me, everything about this movie landed. Um, guys, I, I, it, I just, this is, in my opinion, from a Hallmark perspective, uh, a, a flawless movie from beginning to end. Flawless, in my opinion. Uh, so that's where I'm at. Love it. My man said flawless. Flawless. I didn't like this movie. I, I love this movie. I didn't love this movie. I would give my life for this movie. <laughs> Man, between your drinking problem. I am wacky Nunu over this movie. Uh, it's the best Christmas movie from Hallmark. Maybe the best made-for-TV movie in general that I've ever seen. It's an absolute delight. This is the best Hallmark Christmas movie you've ever seen. I've ever seen. It's the best Why, unequivocally. Unequivocally. There's no there's no question in my mind. Wow. It's and it's yes, the performances are fantastic. Bethany Joy Lynn's crushes crushes it in this movie. Tyler brings it to another level that we've already known that, that we already knew Tyler was plenty capable of crushing it and he took it to another level. But man, Paul Campbell Mm. But you you wrote one heck of a movie. It was fantastic. The one-liners, the jokes, all of it slammed. Don't you want to jam? It was great. I I I I I just absolutely adored this movie. Uh, I wish that this movie was something that I could hold in my arms and give a hug to, but I can't do that. <laughs> that I know of. Someone could let me know and then also send me a good towel. Uh, that'd be great. I I just I absolutely love this movie. Fantastic from beginning to end. Um, I guess we we could I, we could end this we could end this podcast now. What? And never yep, do another episode because you know, like we've we've we found it. We found the we found it, guys. Mm -hmm. We it's, have. It's this like is it. this is how I imagine when people came upon the Grand Canyon for the first time <laughs> and they looked out and they said, "Wow, just calm down." That's a how I feel about bit. this movie. No, I won't. I won't. Give, this, give your life for this movie. Yeah. All right. Um, I because said. I've been born again. Amen. I said when we did one of our 18 preview episodes before then, when I. Tyler. One preview episode. Tyler told us about this movie and told us it was him and Bethany Joy Lynn's and told us that Paul Campbell was writing it. And we had to keep that under our hats for a while. Um, and we couldn't tell anybody. And at that point, I said, okay, this movie has the ability, has the has kind of created the scaffolding to be something special. Um, having said that, Brand's right on almost everything he said. Uh, it is the best one of these I've ever seen. Um, it's and it's not particularly close. Uh better than the lifetime ones you've seen? Uh yeah, I Love of the Christmas Table and Snowden Christmas both probably mean a little bit more, but from a movie, from a standpoint of a movie that looks like a real movie, mm -hmm. like this is the closest thing I've watched on Lifetime or Hallmark of something that I would go to the theater to see. Yeah. Okay. So on that, on just purely on the eye test yeah. of could this pass for an actual real movie is pretty close. Yeah. It's pretty close. And I'll tell you why it's pretty close. Yes, everything you've mentioned, but I said it while we were watching it. Equivocally, no one does this as good as Bethany Joy Lynn's does it, period. She does not have a male equal 
on homework. And I know that's not going to make a lot of people happy. She doesn't. She just flat crushes it. Uh, Tyler and Chris, Palaha, probably for my money, do this better than anybody else. And Tyler's playing a part that he's never played before. It's it it, it There is zero smolder from mm-hmm. Tyler Hines in this yep. movie. And he destroys. Comedic timing, amazing. Paul Campbell, Paul, you're a joy to watch on screen. You're better as a screenwriter. Like, just unbelievable as a screenwriter. All the B characters are wonderful. But it's funny. Like, and, and here's the thing. I think this is the thing that really makes this movie stand out to me is it doesn't have a gimmick plot to it. The convenience of them meeting at the at the train station is eye roll and it's not good. But it doesn't have this, like, thing that makes that like five-star Christmas is good because it's an out-of-the-box concept that we all have to act like we're running this hotel when we're not. This movie is a standard boilerplate Hallmark movie. Underneath the surface, the bones of this movie are the thing you've been watching for over a decade. And that tells you that it can be done well. It can be done exceedingly well because they do it well in this movie. Now, do they have the best of the best working across the board? Yes, they do. Do they have the funniest dialogue for the best actors? Yes, they do. But it's, I laughed a lot in this movie. Um, the two leads have incredible chemistry, yep. like movie theater level chemistry. It's funny. I, I don't, if you love these movies, I can't imagine this not being your favorite one of these yep. because it's done right. Uh, yeah, it's a thumbs up from Dan. 100% thumbs up. Uh, completely earned. 100%. Yep. Wonderful. The great yeah. thing also about this movie is I feel like the uh, it's it's still it's it's a lot of fun. Like a lot of the movies yes. that we've really liked this season have been and kind heavy. of been a little, little yes. bit more on the down end. Well, this that's is how this they is get enough. you. Like yeah. Mrs. Miracle, not a movie that like has a lot of laughs in it. Yeah. But they handle a serious issue well, so you give them props for that. You know, One December Night has two like legend performances in it. You know, uh, the the time travel one has Christopher Lloyd in it. Those all have a gimmick to yeah. them or something about them. That, that makes them stand out. This does not. On paper, this movie is yep. a movie that would have been made 10 years ago. I also appreciate That's what's it. amazing about it. I appreciated that this is a uh, a fake relationship trope in a way that we've never seen before. where Because it's real. It's a real relationship. Yeah, it's a that real fake was a real relationship. Yep. Like, it's such a unique way to do my personal favorite trope, which is the fake relationship. Yep. Yes. So, exactly. Can I tell yes. you my, my biggest complaint about this movie right now? Tell me. And it's this. <laughs> I'm is unfortunate that they stuck it with a relatively generic name for this movie uh like well, unexpected christmas for me i just like the fact that this movie does like it's, it's so unassuming all, all it is is hey these are the movies you've been watching we've made a thousand of these here at hallmark this one's actually good there isn't any other but unexpected if, it is that's exactly it right unexpected yep. it is yeah. if you've watched as many as we have it's just unexpected it's unexpected that this could be this good. Yeah. But you got the, it's like an all, it's like a dream team lineup. This will be a movie that we reference years yes, to come, years yes, to come, guys. Of course. It, it will. I, I mean, I mean that. Like, yeah. And I said, but I, look, last year he wrote Christmas by Starlight, which I think is miles better than the Santa Stakeout. He and Sustat are great in Christmas by Starlight, it has some issues, miles better movie than Santa Stakeout, which we, I disagree with you guys on. That's fair. I said then, and I'll, and I, and I said later on, they're going to mess around. If they keep letting him write movies, they're going to mess around and they're going to actually make a yeah. good movie. And what happened was, is they made a good Christmas movie. They made a good Christmas movie. Tyler is unreal. Bethany Joy Lenz is unreal. They did it. I, I, I don't, I can't believe guys, they did guys, it. Guys, get, get your phones on. Get, get your, your phones on. Tyler, I can't believe you jumped on. I didn't know you were doing yeah. this. 
Um, I, I didn't know me- either. I'm supposed to be at a meeting right now, but now I'm making my <laughs> dogs go for a pee, and I'm talking to you guys. Come, come, I love bitch. it. Listen, come. Uh, you got more than just Rusty there. You got more dogs with you. I'm at my buddy's place right now in between meetings, so I'm letting his dogs out, and then I'm about oh. to run. I'm supposed to be somewhere. Probably I got important, you. but I'm I'm not doing that. I'm I'm here with you, babies. I love it. Well, Tyler, I I, I will say this. I said it right before you came on. You made a yeah. really good movie here, dude. Like oh, really, really it. good stuff. Yeah. Like I, oh, I, I said, if I rate these on the quality of what is is this close to something I would see in a theater, this yeah. was the highest I've ever seen. Mm. Ever. Um, wow, this, this and I, I just right. thought you're com- I've never seen you pull off the comedic timing. I've never seen you really try it, but the comedic timing that you have in this movie, fantastic. Bethany Joy Lynn's off the charts great, as always. Paul Campbell yeah. crushed it on the script. You guys just crushed it, man. Oh, I'm so glad you feel that way, Dan. That's so lovely to hear. I mean, I would have enjoyed probably a roasting just as equally, but I appreciate well, that I mean, you enjoyed it. You can go listen to the Winter and Veil episode whenever you want. I mean, it's there. <laughs> right. it's That's there a good idea. Well, on demand. Well, well, well I said... <laughs> That it was, this is how I imagined, me watching this movie was how I imagined people seeing the Grand Canyon for the first time. Good Lord. <laughs> Good Good gosh. Just, I need to bring you to meetings is what I need to do for now on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you about Tyler Hines, everybody, before yeah, he walks exactly. in. Tyler, exactly. I, knew, I knew the movie was going to be special when I heard you underselling it on the podcast, not only with Bran uh, weeks ago, but also last week with us. When I heard you underselling it hard, I was like, oh. He's got a good one here. He's got a good movie. He doesn't feel like he has to talk big on it. It's it's just good, and he knows it's good. Do I oversell other movies? I mean, I, look, I'm not saying you oversell other movie, other movies necessarily, but yeah. I'm just saying if we played side-by-side side some of your other ones versus this one, I feel like the the fact that you were willing to let the work speak for, for itself here, I think, says a lot, Like because I just think it really is that good. I think you nailed it. And I, I also think the part doesn't work as come? well if you've got the beard. Oh, you think? Yeah, I think that the lack of beard helped there. I think it gave you more of like a boyish, hasn't grown up, down on his luck, can't get a good job quality. Whereas if you have the beard, you know, you, you have a little bit more smolder with the beard, Tyler. Oh, interesting. More smolder. Okay. Yeah. That's I think, right. I think, uh, I think the decision, let me get these dogs inside. I'm going to answer this. This is very complimentary and I enjoy all of it. Come here. Come here. Lizzie, come. <laughs> They're attacking another dog and it's getting mayhem. Lizzie, come, come on. Here. Lizzie, come. You better. This is classic yeah, Lizzie. There we go. Classic, this is classic, classic Lizzie. Lizzie, Lizzie classic yeah. Lizzie, bro. Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. No, I appreciate that. I think uh, Aisha, our executive, would love to hear you say that. Um, <laughs> she, at, at our meeting, she had mentioned very kindly that she thought that that might be something that she would appreciate, having a, a shaved face. And I told her then uh, I'll respectfully try to uh, entertain that idea. And uh, when I read the script, I, uh, I thought it was time. I've been playing the long game on this. I think we've talked about this a bit. How in these movies, because making bold decisions, this may not be the forum for that sort of thing. I've created a bit of a an arc over multiple movies, and I thought that this was a good time to sort of go back to that and create something that was different. Um, well, so I'm glad you appreciated it. I just think Tyler, you've got a lot of you've got a lot of smolder, but I think this role just called for it to be a guy who is a little bit more like down on his luck or just you know almost hadn't grown up yet. And so yes. having having you look and you look a lot younger without the beard, having you yeah. look younger and like you're just not as with it, I think it helped the overall arc of the character. Mm-hmm. I, I think that helped a ton. 
I, I know it sounds yes. crazy, but I think it did. Oh, good. No, it, it doesn't. I, I, you know, I greatly appreciate that. This is this is not uh, unintentional. So I'm really glad that that communicated. I'm I'm happy to see so the response being pretty um pretty pretty uh pretty accurate to what I was trying to do. So I I really appreciate that that reaction because that was the intent behind it. Yeah. Well, the Heinies loved it. I know oh that much. Gosh, we yeah. loved it. Everybody loved it. I yeah. can't wait to see. I, I'm one of those nerds that really like to see mm -hmm. ratings, ratings and how things kind of shake out because I was very yeah. honest, maybe, and I believed that this one was going to be the one of the season. And so I just want to see if my... If, if the my, one of the season isn't Lacey or CCB, yeah. that's huge. Uh, yeah. I, I will say this. If you've got Tyler and Bethany Joy Lynn's in a movie together, yeah. though, I mean, Man, come on. Fire. I mean, what else did you let me ask you this i know you've got things to do tyler we don't want to keep you too long but i have no, a no, question hold on no 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 let, let's settle let's settle up for the long haul let me switch you guys to my computer i'll be two seconds and then we'll okay. have a nice chat i told everybody to just take a break and, and i'll i'll get to them i later. mean god so bless him. all right all right give me one sec give me one sec all okay right, sounds good right. uh let's get to all the feels part of the show we talk about what this movie gave us his feels panda what are you feeling pal oh man how about the uh well first of all there's a lot here sparkle pony was absolutely sparkle fantastic. pony sparkle pony but also he has this really heartfelt conversation with his dad outside the house where he's looking up at the sleigh on top of the house and his dad looks at me he's like i put this up every year for your mom because i love her mm. uh and i just love that and then he goes dad how did you know he goes because I, I never stopped you know thinking about her loving her uh man i love that i love that uh scene that gave me the feels guys you you know i i just love i love the little things that happen in movies that give you feels that like, you know, I love a good hand touch and stuff like that. Like the little things that make you realize they are both into each other. They're doing little things to just kind of feel each other out a little bit, a little bit of here and there. And the fountain scene for me was just like the yeah. excitement mm -hmm. that she had. She walked around. He, uh, he helped her off into a spin pullback dance that whole thing was so darn yeah just fantastic like it gave me so many feels i was so happy watching that yeah. so many little things like that just like hey you know what we're together we, we're having this moment i'm gonna spin you out spin you and we're, we're just gonna see yeah. what happens like it just felt real good and there was like a familiar like it 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 sold it that those two are familiar with each other yeah yes like it, it yes. going back into their old ways i loved it it gave me so many feels i think any scene with his sister is a really good scene yeah. i think those two had great chemistry any scene with bethany joy lens is off the charts but I, the hardest i've laughed in one of these movies we're doing all the feels right now tyler is the waiter at the bar comes up and bethany joy lens basically just spills this entire like it's a fake romance, not really, but I'm acting because of blah, blah, blah. And he waits and lets her finish the whole thing. And then he just says, we've all been there. And I got a, le I got a legitimate, there's a legitimate cackle for me, which doesn't happen often in these movies. Mm -hmm. And I thought the timing that that guy had in this movie, I mean, Tyler and Joy are pros and everything they do is amazing. But this guy has so little time to make an impression. And he just, this one line, he just delivers with such a plum he crushes it so that was my mm -hmm. i laughed really hard there i thought that was really really funny it's great i'm gonna go to break and we'll come back uh, here on deck the <laughs> oh my gosh guys it wouldn't be an episode that i'm excited about without blind chalet dude yes 
Are you I kidding me? You think love. we're excited about this movie? Oh, how about 55% off this, your window coverings? This, this movie can go kick rocks compared, <laughs> yeah. compared to Blind Chalet. I love Blind Chalet. Oh, my God. Blind Chalet. Guys, I don't think I am making myself clear here. 55% 55% off your blind. That's right. People have been messaging us. Unreal. Well, Saying, did you say 55? Finally done. It's over half price. Yeah. Off. Five. Unreal. Five. Guys, 55. blind chalet. Just everything that you could want. You're looking at your windows right now, and you're like, man, my windows stink. Like, yep. my windows look like garbage. Custom window cover. That's exactly right. Unreal. Blind chalet makes it possible by giving you 55% off your first order. So I would uh, suggest go hard. Go go hard or go, go home. That's right. Because by double what you would have, you'll pay the same. By double? Yep, he's yeah, right. And right. even actually less, less you still less. less. That's yeah. right, so yeah. double up and some. <laughs> That's right. Double up and some. Double up that and some. That was going to be our promo code, but instead we went with what? Hallmark 55. Hallmark 55. Blindchalet.com. Blindchalet.com. Promo code Hallmark 55. That's exactly right. Get your window coverings today. Today. We're back. I was in the shower when Brand texted me, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, and I was, I was, uh, it just came to me in the shower. I must make this happen. <laughs> well, because the the, hein- the, heinies, the heinies requested it. There yeah. was a, yes. a whole thing in the heinies Facebook group, which I'm a part of naturally. Um, <laughs> said that said Tyler to come on and talk about this movie with the boys. Now that they've seen it, which we've never done this. Which mm-hmm. We've, never, we've never had an actor on for their movie before, ever. Oh no. Yeah. Really? So we had to wait till we unequivocally loved. That's it. true. <laughs> yeah. To do it to make sure no feelings <laughs> yeah. were hurt. Right. Um, so yeah. we, that's what we I do. have no feelings, so don't be sure. Um, Go ahead. And plus, we wanted to tell you about Blind Chalet. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. got a lot of 55% off. off. Can you believe that? Yeah. yeah. I learned a lot. Yeah. yeah, I can't. Honestly, I was I was flabbergasted. <laughs> to say the least. Uh, Tyler, you. Uh, I know you talked to us about It Was Always You, and the first script you got for It Was Always You, you were like, mind-blowing, yeah. amazing. And then they kind of had to hallmark it up. Like, they had to make it hallmark and they had to kind of trim it and, and change it and mess with it. Um, same process here, first script, even more mind-blowing than this one, or is this more closer to the page that you got to begin with? Yeah, so, you know, one thing that I've been saying a bit, sort of, uh, or making making it known throughout this process is I really want Paul Campbell to get the respect that he very much deserves. So he, he did something, which is incredibly hard, which is he wrote a very good script, um and then not only did he write a very good script he maintained his sort of artistic integrity and his artistic voice throughout the rewriting process which you know we're rewriting these movies when we're making them at times and he's making changes to them you know on the day that we're doing things and so it can be a bit chaotic and it's very very easy to somewhat throw in the towel on um how you're doing that and so he, he really did not and and uh all the respect in the world to this gentleman he is somebody who um goes above and beyond and and really is and i don't think it's that hard for him you know i think he's just very very talented and so i'm very excited to see what he does as a writer and as an actor i think he's a he's a talent that um everybody should really take notice of and before you went to the chopper i asked about uh, the jokes on the page versus uh, how what yeah. came out on the screen how much of it was on the screen uh, page versus kind of what was coming out while you were on set again like you know in in most of these circumstances i, I try not to divulge that kind of information because i feel it, it doesn't give the quite because there's a process here and part of that process is for us to be able to make things work on the day and so but never in any way do I ever want to detract from what the writers have done. It's the it's already the most thankless job as far as I'm concerned in this industry, while being maybe the most important um, contribution on, on these movies. So, 
I don't really reveal that kind of stuff, but I will say in this circumstance, Paul, again, deserves all the credit in the world. This is like, I was talking to him the night of the premiere. I, I went live for the first time that I ever have on my Instagram, which I'm sure was a debacle, just like the beginning of this was. <laughs> um, but uh, we spoke a bit about that. We, we FaceTime afterwards for for a good amount of time, just chatting and and um, yeah, the, the, he 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 packs his scripts with so much humor and thought that um, you get to you have an abundance. You can you can throw things away, and that's something that he said he appreciated is that there are moments that he thought would be, you know, yuck it up moments, and they were tossed away, and they were more potent because of that. And I said that's strictly because you gave us an abundance of of good things mm-hmm. that we can now start to create the the rhythm to a scene or pick and choose where we want things to hit and allow other beautiful things to be um, more underplayed and an afterthought in, in its appreciation. And so that's all him. So again, all, all the respect to, to Mr. Paul Campbell, not to mention he's a giant and attractive as hell. So. I mean, come on. <laughs> Absolutely. Win-win. Uh, when did you know that you had something that was really special here? I mean, what, what, what was it like uh, just reading the script or what did you like, when did you realize, man, this is, this is something that, I mean, obviously I think you probably had some sense that this is maybe different than even other Hallmark movies that uh, you've seen or, or worked on. This is something that's, in my opinion, really a special Hallmark Christmas movie. When did you have a sense that, man, you were on something that was, um, man, the next level of these in some sense? Um, well, how do I say that? Um, so Matt, our producer, this is his first Hallmark movie he was making. And oh. so... Uh, he was sort of new to this process and how it shakes out. And something I expressed to him pretty early on is that I think you're going to be in good hands strictly because Paul had written such a good script and Joy I had heard such good things about. And um, I think I, th- I, th- I thought from the beginning that, okay, this is a really good starting place. So we're going to be all right as long as we don't, you know, muck it up too much. Um, but all of these things are an evolution. Every movie is a chance to to earn a bit more trust with the audience, a bit more trust with Hallmark. Um, you know, there's there's moments at the beginning of me doing these movies where I'm, you know, being told to smile more or or the discomfort with with the way I might approach things. So it's been an evolution, movie by movie, earning that trust and earning that place to be able to do what I already know how to do and. And so for me, this was just another step in that. And we had a, a lucky group where Matt was a very good producer. Paul had written a good script. Joey's obviously very talented. And and we were to go, able to go do the thing. And, and I'd seen the movie sort of, what you make is one thing, what you what then gets edited and, and how the post-production process is another. And so you really don't know what you have um, until it's gone through that process. Mm-hmm. And so I was, privy to that process cool. and was able to, to, to help a little bit, which I think um, at some point, yeah, I, I understood that this was going to land about where I thought it would um, and, and got pretty close to sort of what we were intending it to be um, within certain margins. But um, yeah, it, I'm, I, it's always incredible to see people react to things in a nice way and you never really um, assume that that's going to be there. But as far as my relationship to the material and what I envisioned it to sort of turn out to be this is within the ballpark of sort of what I set out to do and so that's that's rewarding in itself and that's the only thing I can control so so yeah sort of throughout I kind of knew it would end up here if that if someone answers your question panda you yeah or just morse a little <laughs> I love it thank you we want to go to the wait what Tyler you, you can hang out you, if you want you want to you talk us through some of these wait what's that we have 
Yeah, please. Let's go. Hannah, what do you got, buddy? I got nothing. No have, weight what's in the I whole movie. No, I don't have a single weight what. No. I, I looked, man. So hold on. So like my producer, uh, Matt, he, he just texted me. He was talking about how IMDb, I think there's some people who are who are roasting it a bit on IMDb, and, and he wanted to see if I would uh, invite people to go maybe change the tide on that, and I told him I, I don't do that. But um, but there were some weight what's on there, and I was looking at them going, yeah, these are things that were considered, and these are things that, you know, it's like, again, like what kind of movie are you making? There's there's If you're in for this kind of a movie, then you're going to be okay with these things, and if, and if you're not – then you're obviously going to point out some of the outpoints that, that belong here. But um, Well, one thing that I there's some people roasting there. on the IN view. Who are these people? Uh, one thing I said, though, Tyler, is, is that what makes this movie special is, is that the bones of this movie are very much a Hallmark movie. So, like, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have a gimmick to it. There isn't some weird, yeah. like, there's a movie that came out this Christmas with Peter Gallagher and Bruce Campbell, who are legends, yeah. like actors or legends, and they're these, like, yeah. They play this kind of like Simon and Garfunkel. Like, it's just a different movie. It's not really a love story at all. This movie doesn't have that gimmick. Like, underneath the surface, it is a movie about a, you know, exes who are back in the small town and coincidentally, eye-rollingly almost meet and have to fake a relationship. All that's been done before. What makes the, what's so impressive is, is that they take that what appears to be very worn-out trope and they turn it into something really special because of the writing and the performances and all everybody involved. I think that's what makes the movie special is the fact that it does have these eye roll tropes in it and it still succeeds. Yeah. It's, it's really right. easy to gimmick your way into a better movie, you know, like some of these, but this is a home, like this I've, we've watched 400 of these. This is what these movies are. You guys just happen to do it better. You just yeah. did it better because it feel, felt like everyone involved was about a vision uh, that was pertaining specifically to this movie, not about a vision of like all of these movies have to look a certain way. And I think that's what made the difference to me. Oh, wow. That's good to hear. Yeah. I mean, that's a good exercise, isn't it? Because I think one of, the, one of the things that I don't, you know, one of the things that's a value to Hallmark is that there's familiarity. Like this is one of its superpowers. It's not something to be ignored yeah. that here to get something that they know they're going to get and if you can give that to them in a way that still emotionally impacts them whether it be with laughs or warmth or or touches them emotionally in some way this is really kind of a really good starting point to get very good at that would be would be not changing the machine so much but just improving upon it and i think that's something that i've tried to do and i don't really concern myself too much with the writing and the overall big concepts of these things because i know a lot of people behind the scenes have opinions about that so i stay out of that i just try to execute the best movie that's given to me and so i really appreciate that you feel that way and that we did take a concept that was familiar to you but somehow it didn't seem to be um absolutely repetitious for sure great are you digging into um, imdb that, over there that it, another I, 2021 movie about a strong woman and a weak man annoying <laughs> i don't see what's, <laughs> wild. what's wild is is i think that there's I don't think that Tyler's character is weak. I think he just didn't know how yeah. to like mature and grow up. Like I think he was stuck in a state of arrested development as soon as he decides his girl's career is going somewhere and his isn't. And so yeah, he doesn't insecure. know how to process that information. Yeah. But it's, I will say this, it's so weird to see the pushback on some of these issues like strong leading women. How dare we? How dare we have a strong leading woman in a movie? Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. And and so you read some of them and you kind of go like, oh, okay, yeah, if you're going to see it that way, then you're sort of checkmated from the beginning. That's right, but, yeah. but this, this is the thing that I saw, I thought was an asset. You know, Paul had written this character that was this way. And I thought, again, like, like I've done in like 12 Dates of Christmas where the guy is, you know, 
really mansplaining to this person and is not really taking a good position. What I'm trying to do is not shy away from that to try to like, because then you end up with some sort of watered down nothing. Um, it's like, let's let's see a guy who's not um, your admirable, um, you know, aspirational person that you that you wish you were to date or you wish you knew or you wish you were. Let's make him like a guy that you may have dated and a guy that you may be who's who's being ridiculous in its insecurities and making mistakes that are obvious to an audience. Because the fact is, is in life, I, I, we all make silly mistakes that are incredibly obvious to everybody else around us except for ourselves. And so there's truth in that. And so if you lean into that in the right way and you can kind of do it some service, and I think you just, again, have something that, you know, maybe as a conceit, somebody might disagree with, which you can't argue with that. There's no arguing with that. There's no winning with that. But hopefully it has some truth to it and, it, and it, it it tickles enough that the rest of the movie can do what it's supposed to do, which is puke Christmas at you and, and, <laughs> and, and, and you know, like create an environment that feels warm and familiar because this is why people are there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. On the flip yeah. side, there's other people that are upset that she left her, like left her job or turned down the job for the guy at the end, but I didn't see it as that. She'd done everything she wanted to do because she had done like she yeah. had, like, and they hadn't even had the define the relationship conversation yet. She turned that that came right. in job before that that's conversation. Right. And she makes that very so clear. So I don't think too. that that's a yep. fair Did, assessment. IMDb Tyler, person. Let, let me ask you this: uh, since we're doing the thing that your producer asked you to do, and you didn't form, uh, <laughs> let me ask you this: you you spoke last week to us about Joy doing some things like she just took off her shoe, and we saw that yeah. scene, and it's a great. And I scene. said uh, that scene right there is the reason the internet saw me with my shirt off. That's last right. Week. That's true. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you had at least. Hey, no, uh, no, the internet saw you with your off because it was time. That's time. It was uh, how did you did you get to a point last week where you picked up your phone and you saw me shirtless and you were like okay i've had enough of this because i did no 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 i thought i thought to myself i want more of this this is, really <laughs> this is the good stuff is it the background of your phone now it's yeah. just me yeah um so that scene is a great scene uh because she's just doing what like She's kind of like always disheveled and on the move and she's got something in her shoe yeah. and she's just like, hold the shoe. And you're saying she just did that off the cuff. Was there a time in the movie where she did that or something like that happened and we weren't able to just roll with it? Like that took you all like, because it seemed like that was in the script for, for you to tell me that wasn't yeah. in the script. That's a, that's an impressive piece of acting by both of you to, to continue forward in that regard. Was that something that happened r regularly? It, yeah, uh, the answer, the short answer is yes. This is the, the, that was just an example. That's a very sort of finite, clear example um, of that taking place. Uh, you know, there's a, a moment where she comes out, and I'm at my computer, and we then go on that excursion for the day. That scene we shot multiple different ways because there was a whole discussion about that um, for reasons that you guys aren't even aware of because it doesn't end up in the movie. There's a scene prior that was cut. Anyways, we didn't know exactly what we were doing with that scene and how it was going to land. And there was a whole conversation shot in multiple ways. Her saying, like, are you procrastinating? This is something that she said. And then I responded to that. So there's, there's a certain amount that when you get someone like Joy, who's who's that talented and and um, this is not speaking ill of anybody else. I've been very fortunate with the people I work with. So whenever you're working with somebody who's who who's um, comfortable in their craft, they could do that. And for me, it's it brings the scene alive. Say, uh, another example could be made when we have the hot dogs. This scene uh, curved and, and, and winded both because Joy and I were on our heels that day. 
because we were getting things thrown at us that um, were not exactly uh, <laughs> planned out and and comfortable. And so we were just both kind of like, all right, let's just get into this thing. And we go and she's listening, I'm listening, and, and we're able to sort of do our thing. And so the shoe thing, as soon as she did that, when we walked out, I saw her start to sort of carve a moment out. And I said, oh, great. Yeah. Let me just be a passenger here. Like, do whatever you want to do and let me just join you on that because it's it's taking it out of its sort of stale let me stand there and stare through your face and have some conversation about something that we're not invested in. So, yeah, it's, it's just a testament to her ability, you know. Love it. You, you got a wait what? I, I have a wait what or two. One is the Christmas festival uh, in general. It was a weird, a weird festival. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I think oh, yeah. the weird part of this festival was they have the Santa Sachs crew, which I will get into later. Um, yeah. And then just a, a free-for-all where – the any crew can just come up on and and, and and karaoke and sing is that a, is this how that works out at this festival yeah yeah sure D- do you know- i stay away from karaoke so i had no part in how that thing went what down. was the, was, what was that- the song it was, was it uh up on the rooftop what song was it yeah i've never seen that song you before. you didn't know the song Bless. no and it was my job not to so i went method on that yeah. and so <laughs> matt bless his heart was holding up cue cards for all of us off camera on a ladder um but yeah I, I i i had never heard that song before in my life you did what all good uh uh people that don't know words to songs do where you just say like the last word of a line like yeah <laughs> uh, i got you. the word um but it was <laughs> unlike any christmas festival i've ever i've never been to a festival where you have some entertainment planned entertainment followed up by Unplanned, unplanned the best christmas festivals are where you just do an open mic and you just say guys just do whatever you want to <laughs> yeah this will be fun it'll be an open mic, well, be I, open mic. I think yeah. i see a brand christmas festival in your future oh boy i, I hope so uh dan yeah i'm not sure who's worse at their job uh the town of fulton or the mayor uh, or the governor of illinois uh the town <laughs> of fulton decides they're going to launch a multi-seasonal marketing campaign for their city Starting on Christmas, on Christmas day, yeah. day, which is by all means the worst marketing day of the year. Mm-hmm. No one is looking <laughs> at anything. They're all at home with their families, with TVs off, fires on, opening presents. It's a ter- pick let me, any let other me, day. Let me tell you about Christmas in Fulton, so that <laughs> next year, next year you will remember, remember Christmas from this year because you heard the spot and you remember it for next year. That's just bad. That's really, that's a lot of money down the drain. And before you comment, Tyler, they were going to roll this out with the slogan. If you can't beat her, join her. (laughs) Which even though you have Jackie Joyner, Kersey, one of the worst slogans for a town, I think I've ever heard just because there's a pun there doesn't make it a good town slogan. I disagree. I think you go hard on puns whenever <laughs> well, you, you can. Well, if you can't beat a joiner. Can I ask you how the joiner thing came to be? That seemed were like a, a smoking a few joiners. Uh, no, uh, like <laughs> they were in the back. Like, was there a favor somewhere? Like what? I think why? Matt Matt our Matt our illustrious producer I think has a relationship with um with Jackie. He's he he's done he's done work with ESPN and these sorts oh, of things. So I think that his contribution, his his uh, his possibly a favor being called in, yeah, and we are very much appreciative. I just want to. If you can't beat her, join her. I want to be in the boardroom where they're like, guys, <laughs> if if and it's a big if, <laughs> if we could get gold medalist 
Jackie Joyner Kersey on board, then we could use the phrase, if you can't beat her, join her. <laughs> what are you talking about? I want to imagine the world where <laughs> no one terrible. no one was calling in a favor. <laughs> no. Now this was just a slogan that <laughs> what, someone pitched. What if we call call what if we call, call and Jackie Joyner Kersey yeah. and see what happens? And then we could say <laughs> if you, you can't, can't beat her, join her. Good gosh. That's bad. Um, but the governor, not to be outdone, the governor a week before Christmas, yeah. her re-election campaign, which I assume is happening in November of the following year, she is in full swing right now. Yeah. A week before Christmas. Her election is over 11 months away, and she is just yeah. nose to the grindstone, making her employees work on Christmas Day Yeah, to get her re-elected 11 months early. I, I, I didn't get that one at, at all. Uh, I will just say this. If you can't beat her, join her. <laughs> Let's say, Tyler, you don't strike me as somebody who uh, would be caught dead in a political office, campaign <laughs> office. Is that correct? Uh, this is not where I would choose to spend my weekends. Yeah, though. sure, sure. Um, <laughs> at one point, Tyler's character says, when it comes to finding the right words that really matter, I just freeze. Maybe don't be a speechwriter then. <laughs> don't be one of those. Just just a little tip for me to you, Tyler. And then lastly, uh, you guys all pile in the car, uh, in the van, yeah. to go to, like, yes. grammar man gesture. And, Tyler, I swear, it's sunny out. The windows are clear, but when they film inside the van – all of those windows are frosted over all of them on the yeah. sides. What was going on there? Well, here <laughs> we'll take a handsome donation from you next time. If you would like to purchase the exterior of that van, <laughs> Until then, they're going to be white. Okay. <laughs> You're telling me you weren't actually in that van, Tyler. <laughs> no, movie match. Okay, I'm not. I'm not in those meetings. I, I got my own problems to deal with. Those are decisions left to other people. But yeah, yeah. all right. I don't think it detracted from the movie. But yes, I I, I do agree. I, I wish there was. I wish there was outdoors. Or maybe you just green screen it. Yeah, it just was frosted over. Like you guys were in a bag of styrofoam. Like I don't know what happened well, there. Here, here's here's the thing though. Like when I did Roadhouse Romance, we shot that whole sequence in the cars twice once was rear projection once was green screen wow this is how much of a headache this can be and i don't even know which one ended up in the movie to be quite honest so little things like that so can, this can, like you guys did all that in like 10 minutes you just got into the, the styrofoam van and you just did the scene right? literally Really? Literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally 10 minutes and there there were more scenes in there and it was wow was, you know what man like Looked better than Roadhouse. It looked way better than Roadhouse. It did. Like it wasn't. Well, it wasn't distracting. It wasn't distracting yeah. at all. It was great. I just kept going. Why are all the windows frozen? <laughs> it was over. distracting the day. Yeah, but, I was. Yeah. All of us you were, were upset. I. Just, all of us were on board. We with understood it. we were watching a movie. I, I do just want to say Tyler has smiled more during. I think he likes the the jokes. I think he likes when people joke on his movie. Oh, I love. It. <laughs> I love it because again, like me reading so like Matt pointing me to IMDb. I'm like I'm reading these things and like it's it's. It's almost liberating because these are all thoughts that I have. Yeah. You know what I mean? And inevitably, you know, with, any, with anything we do in life, it's like you have to make sacrifices and make concessions. And, and the hope is just to put the focus in the right place so that you have a good experience. You know what I mean? Like the more people watch these movies, the bigger budgets they can have. The more windows will have filled with outdoor activities. I love it. This is the reality. <laughs> I love it. it. So until then, 
We got white windows, and we got me and Grandma arguing. That's what we have. Uh, Zoe Zoe Malix wants everyone to know that the characters are about as bland as wheat crackers. (laughs) 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 But but, uh, it's better than most other Hallmark Christmas movies, so if you're bored, uh, give it a watch. You never know what you might find. Do you think so, that's going to go on the DVD cover? Uh, yeah. That sounds. I hope so. <laughs> I hope it goes on the poster. I hope it goes on my bio. I hope it goes everywhere. You know, you know what happened when we were watching the movie? I go to Matt's place, and there's a bunch of people watching. And one of the first things one of his daughters said to me, she goes, are you in the movie? I said, uh, I think so. She goes, no, you're not. I go, well, hold on. I think I am. And she's like, you don't look like that guy. And I was like, Okay. So I took off my hat and she's like, nah, I still don't look like him. And then she tells me eventually when she comes around to realize that I am, in, I am in this movie, that my acting is bad and <laughs> I should practice more. Oh my gosh. Both of those sentiments, I, I appreciate it and, and I, I took it to heart. Wow. So <laughs> Man, that's stone cold tomorrow. for a producer's daughter. Speaking of the people that were confused by your face, I want to give a shout out to Debbie. Um, on the Facebook, yeah. uh, Hallmark Movies and Christmas Movies Facebook group says, watching Unexpected Christmas. Tyler's face sure looks different. <laughs> surgery or what? <laughs> <laughs> did you get face surgery, Tyler? Surge? Be honest. We're asking the hard-eating questions it, here. Tell, face surgery. Did you get you it? Tyler look more gorgeous than ever? <laughs> surgery or what? <laughs> or what? That's going to be the or YouTube what? What would, tagline what would for this. Or what? <laughs> yeah. Or what is just shaved, I yeah. think. Just shaved. Surgery or shaved? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going surgery. Or shape. Uh, let's get to what the Hallmark Spartan show where we are still wondering some questions that we would like some answers to. Maybe Tyler, who has been living in this universe for a while now, can give the answers to these questions. Uh, yeah. Sure. So uh, uh, Bethany Joy Lenz wins. <laughs> doesn't have anything. Uh, no, no, no. I got, I got something. I got, I got stuff. I got stuff. <laughs> I got stuff. Hey, hey, listen. I got stuff. Uh, she was doing poorly in charades early on, but she becomes the champ. I want to get a champion crown. She gets yeah. the champion crown. I want to know more about that comeback because uh, it did not seem like it was going particularly well. I know whenever I lose one round of charades, it's out. I'm, you, I'm, not, I'm not coming effect. back. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. did she win or did she just take the crown from someone? Look, I was eating a lot of peanuts in that scene. <laughs> I was next to grandma. A lot of people were yelling. Paul was laying on the ground doing this as a deer. There's a lot of things going on. The last thing I thought about on that day is what happened after the charades. <laughs> I do want to say that that those parents Wonderful. are, I think, my favorite yes. parents in the history of Hallmark. Oh, they wonderful. were so fun. Oh, that's so nice. I, I'm sure they would greatly appreciate that. Yeah, at the beginning when they showed up and they started doing their thing, I I I expressed to Paul and that uh, if they weren't doing what they were doing, this whole thing would really not sort of work and so i was very grateful for for seeing them do do what they did yeah they were they were they were a good little duo those two weren't they yeah they were so good uh mine is the santa sacks crew which i mentioned already there is a crew of three santas that i like to imagine travel around the world uh (laughs) playing um each of them have a saxophone yes and they are each just saxing it up sweet sweet sax baby uh so i just want to know about them i i don't I don't want to live in a world where this is just a one-time. Hey, let's all put mm-hmm. Santa Claus global globe-trotting right. no, Santa Sacks that. crew. That's exactly right. Yeah, you, I got you. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I just want to know more about them uh, and how their careers yeah, sure. going because I think it's going great. Fair enough. Um, I want I, since I have him here, I'm going to ask. 
I want to know what yeah. building or structure was used for the train station. Ooh, good question. Um, because it looked like it may have been an office. An old uh, bank, maybe? Someone got like a red ticket sticker and just put it on the outside of something. There's a piano. Yeah, there's a there, there's a circle. Chair it couldn't look less like chair. a train station, Tyler. What was it? I would love for you guys to guess. You would never guess this. I'm trying to remember that. I think I, I think I remember what exactly what it was. Uh, Just take it. Throw a shot. Is it a Tim Hortons? <laughs> hey, that's your guess, Panda. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm I don't even know. Uh, inside of a church. Sure. Okay. Church fellowship okay. hall. I no, like that. I'm going to go with, Brent. oh, and also I want you to bring up your point Brent. that you were going on about here later because I think it was so funny in that person's house. Um, I think it's a uh, an old bank. An old bank. All good, strong guesses. So I think what it was was a museum. I think, And I think the museum was possibly a museum about Mennonites. A Mennonite museum? Wild. I Man, so. I didn't I, see it coming. I remember walking back to my chair and being confused for a moment as to where we were. Um, I think that's what it was. I'm going to go get a charger store. Excuse me, but keep going. You're fine. Oh, you're fine. We did it. I think that was yeah, it. That was it, I think we did it, Tyler. You, you got everything. We got. We did it. And he's, he's broken up anyway. So that. Oh, oh there no, no. There, there he is. is. There he is. There he is. He's here. What a guy. What a guy. Uh, well, buddy, thank you so much for hopping on. This was so so much fun to be able to say these things to your face. Um, oh, good. Especially I since think Ty, now that I've heard this, like I feel like Tyler could come on for all of his movies and he would take it really well regardless of our opinion. I think he'd do a gr really great job. Like, of course, you can roast me all day. I enjoy all these things. You know? Criticism is a good way to get better at things, one. And then two, you know, it's, it's, it's cathartic. These are thoughts that I have that you guys voice. And again, like... At the other end, it's like me going, "Hey, did you guys really need a Christmas tree on the right side of your frame?" <laughs> yeah, we did. of course we did. This is a choice I had to make. Choice, you know That's what right. I mean? So, cool. I love it. Don't ever hesitate to tell me how bad my movies are. Go for I it. I love it. Uh, we're gonna be back later today with Good another gracious. episode. Two mm. a days each day until man. Thursday. Wow. Thanksgiving week, man. Uh, this is oh. this is a ten episode week. Ten episode week, mm -hmm. Tyler. So yeah. we got to fit them all in. Dang. Yeah. What 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 gives is because there's so movies. It's Hallmark so tries to kill us with like Hallmark eleven did, movies. Hallmark did eight movies in uh, uh, four days. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and then we we're doing one Lifetime, one Netflix. So ten total. Ten total. Wow, you guys are savages. Look at you go. Something man. Just trying, just trying to, uh, just trying to live. You know what I mean, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me say, you know, for all the fans, you know who watch the show and, and appreciate it. Like you guys do such an incredible job. You're so fun to listen to. I've been getting more into listening to podcasts, specifically triumphant podcasts. Have you guys heard the smart, smartless podcast? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it's really yeah. funny. It's a great podcast. And, and it's given me appreciation for you guys that I, I had before, but even more so now, like you guys, you guys run a tight ship. It's a lot of fun. And, and, uh, we're all grateful for it, man. It gives us an opportunity to have these conversations that I know people really appreciate. So you guys are legends and don't ever stop being gorgeous. Well, no, it's just good you. to know that you're safe, man. After That's that right. last yeah. one, After we that got, hotel, we got a, I didn't we were know. a lot of people were concerned. So it's <laughs> we had some know. thoughts and prayers going out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. Right. The next day, oh, legitimately, people on the Facebook group were like, has did Tyler heard? make it out all right? Heard from him? <laughs> Fine, guys. It got weird out in the desert. I'm not going to lie. It was it was, it was, a, it was a journey. We were grateful to be home. Are you a better person because of it? Worth it? 
I'm a better person. I'm a stronger person. Amen. And uh, I'm a tired person because of it. I yeah. hear you. Amen. Uh, Tyler, we love you, buddy. We'll uh, talk to you next oh. week, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, until then, we'll be the first to wish you a <laughs> Merry Christmas. Later, guys. Check the hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast Network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com.